What is purpose and why do we need it? Purpose is a reason for being, for which something is done or created or for which something exists. It is a person's sense of resolve or determination. It can be an aim, a goal or the desired end in mind. A clear purpose becomes your filter for all actions. Purpose is the value you center your life around. It is your core driver that gives you your reason for being, your raison d'etre, your very reason for waking up every day, that joy that you get, that incredible fulfillment that you receive from living with purpose. Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Your purpose determines who you are. Humans are built for purpose and are driven by purpose. Your purpose or your why sets a course for your life and your business. And it's key to understand that you find happiness throughout the whole duration of your journey and not solely at your destination. As a human, you crave the need for a purpose and you can suffer when you don't have it. Therefore, purpose is a fundamental component of a life of fulfillment. Ultimately, purpose is about connection, that feeling that you belong. It is a basic human need to belong and this feeling is consistent across all cultures. You seek this need to belong wherever you go. When you share values and beliefs with others who hold similar values and beliefs, you connect and you feel you belong. So don't be scared about the word purpose. Instead, see purpose as a thing that you want to focus on more in life than anything else right now. Actively embrace your values and contribute to the world in some positive way will lead you to living with purpose. It was Robert Byrne who said that the purpose of life is a life of purpose. Why do you get up every morning? What is it that you most want to accomplish in your life? Be sure not to live someone else's purpose. Focus on yours and yours alone. Friedrich Nietzsche said, he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Your strength of purpose is a determination behind what drives you to achieve your goals. It helps you to focus. It helps you to understand how to overcome all the obstacles which are discovered on your way, not in your way. It helps you to put life in perspective and focuses you on the things that are most meaningful to you. Regardless of what you do, the why, your driving cause, needs to have clarity and consistency. Purpose often involves connecting to something larger than yourself, whether that is through your contribution, a cause that you support, or a commitment you make. So not only do others benefit, but your strength of purpose contributes to your health and well-being, particularly after experiencing an adversity of some kind. A clear sense of why sets your expectations, it sets your destination, and the path to achieve it is focused to ensure you stay on course. Someone said there is no point having a rocket if you don't have a compass to point you in the right direction. Well, I have had a compass that's pointed me in the right direction because Focus on Why has now reached the 300 episode milestone. Over the last 300 episodes, there have been a mixture of solo and guest episodes with guests coming from all walks of life from all around the world sharing why they do what they do. 
This podcast has now become my purpose, a life project that will continue to evolve and fill me with joy. It is such a privilege to be able to hold a space to listen to people with their purpose and pull it together as a curated library of all these wonderful pioneers of purpose. The reason I called this episode The Strength of Purpose is to recognise the incredible strengths that people have displayed when faced with adversity. In difficult times, they have each come through using their strength of purpose as their superpower to show resilience, perseverance, incredible achievements in the pursuit of what they truly desire in life as a result of their overriding focus on why. In this episode, I want to share a dozen or so stories from past guests, future guests, some of my clients and some of my listeners. What I really want to illustrate here is the diversity and yet the connectedness that is formed through people's purpose and the pursuit of it. Connectedness is key in the strength of purpose, as perfectly illustrated with my first guest on this compilation show. Current Focus on Why listener and future guest Nadine Hack is here to share how purpose, passion and people combine. The reason I love your interviews on Focus on Why podcast is because they're all with really purpose-driven people who truly align their work and their values. And I admire how you dig to find the strength of purpose of each individual you interview. And I look forward to ours when we'll discuss why I do what I do and what were pivotal moments for me in that process. And it's interesting because we are surrounded by strengths of purpose everywhere we turn, but often we don't see it. Well, for me, my purpose has been clear from the time I was a child. (laughs) Everything I do is about helping people understand why deepening their connections first to their own self, their whole self, the good, the bad, the ugly, owning all of it, and then deepening their connections with others from that place of authenticity will make their lives richer. And I guide them through understanding what may be stopping them from doing that, either on the internal level or on the external level, and then how to overcome those challenges. So for example, with my company, Because Global Consulting, I help individuals and organizations first connect to their core purpose, which can easily get lost, as you know, with the flurry of activities, then to connect across silos within their entities where they're bleeding out synergy that could happen often when people sitting just side by side in cubicles aren't even sharing information, and then to connect with the broadest possible spectrum of their external stakeholders to look at all different types of people who will benefit from, who they will benefit from. And I really believe that the whole is always greater than the sum of its parts. And similarly, our sister nonprofit, Global Citizen Circle, brings together people from diverse sectors, ages, regions of the world for civil dialogue on how to solve the thorny problems of the world with an underlying belief that that requires varying perspectives. My next guest is Sam Rathling, who actually was the first ever guest that I interviewed. And she took a huge leap of faith in me because I had to fill in a big form to get Sam onto my podcast. And then that podcast was no longer, the Property Vault podcast was no longer. And two days after the launch of my new podcast, 
in my own world, not in the reality of the world. Sam on the 3rd of April 2020 was my guest. And actually, when I released the podcast, it came out as episode five, The Art of Social Selling, and is my highest guest download today still. Still? Still. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, a very warm welcome to you. Thanks so much, Amy. It's great to be back. Well, 295 episodes later. There we go. It's taken a while to get you back. Congratulations. Amazing. No, massive congratulations because I know it was a big leap of faith for you as well at the time. So massive. Well done and congrats on your 300th episode. So excited for you. Thank you. So today we're talking about the strength of purpose and how that reflects in your life what that means to you I'd be really interested to hear your spin yeah so I love this topic because it's something I'm really passionate about and I've been an entrepreneur since 2005 and my goal and my purpose and my why has never shifted has never changed regardless of all the ups and downs and all the roller coaster journey that we go on as entrepreneurs I think that's the thing that has stayed the course or has helped me to stay the course is just being completely committed to that why and that purpose. And tell us more. So for me, it's about legacy and it's about my family and my children. Ultimately, I've got three amazing kids. I'm a single parent. I co-parent with my ex-husband. And for me, everything I'm building is for their future. And I know that a lot of people say that, but it really is genuinely like for me, that is what drives me. That's what keeps me going it's what gets me out of bed it's all the things that I think a purpose should do for you and I'm very driven by helping people and serving people and my mission in my business is is different to my purpose in life I guess so my mission in my business is one thing which is to serve and help as many people as possible when it comes to LinkedIn and social selling but my purpose is a much bigger thing than that in terms of what motivates me and what gets me out of bed in the morning and it's interesting because a lot of people say family is their purpose and I want to challenge it in some respects because I yes family is so important I mean it's everything to us it's but it is a role it's a responsibility it's an honor it's a joy is it purpose in itself it's an interesting question is it purpose I guess it depends what you define purpose by and I think everybody has their own definition and own version of what that is so some would argue maybe it isn't purpose, but in my eyes, that that is for me personally, like that is a that is my purpose. That is, yes, it is my role, it's my duty, etc. But there are lots of people out there that have family that, that don't have purpose and don't see that as their responsibility. But for me, it is massively, I mean, the podcast is called Focus on Why. That is ultimately my why. And I think why and purpose are intertwined with each other. So yeah, it's an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting topic that I hadn't really thought about before I came on here. <laughs> it's it's really cool. And it's it's with for me, purpose is something that we choose to contribute towards in, in the world. It's bigger than just us. It's about how you bring your uniqueness to the space. It's about what you can offer to the world. And as you say, you've got a legacy that you're building for your children. But in doing so, the mission that you have mm-hmm. is the route towards achieving that. Yeah, I guess so. So my mission is to generate a billion pounds for the people that I serve. Like that's always been my core like mission, like not purpose necessarily, but mission is to help as many people as possible to achieve what they want to achieve through learning what the expertise that I have. 
and that's that's a big driver and that is bigger than me that is my team that is my co-founders working together to one common mission every single team member that comes on board in the business is dedicated to that mission so I guess in some ways like that is ultimately the piece that is bigger than me and bigger than myself and has always been at the core of everything I've done. But could you, I don't know, let's have this conversation. Do you think you can have a purpose in life and a purpose in business or are they one and the same thing? It really depends, doesn't it? I think this is the thing. This is why it's so individual to the person and that's what's so cool and why I have had so many conversations with everybody that has come on the show. And I know that this project of focus on why as a podcast will just continue for so long because everybody has their unique spin on what it means to them in life what's important so with yours Sam your strength of purpose and focus how do you stay on track what what is it that keeps defining it and allows you to focus I think it's just the constant stories that I wake up to every day you know we have a huge community of people that are on their social selling journey with us. We were like well over 200 people now in our community of social selling superstars. And every day I wake up and there's somebody in there going, I did this because of what because of what I learned and this is what happened. So I think it's just those stories and those successes and those wins. And some of them are tiny wins, you know, for that person it's a huge thing, but it, they're on a journey. And I think just constantly reading those and seeing those and getting messages from the people that I'm helping. That is what that's what inspires me, I guess, to want to do more and want to stay on course and focus on that mission. So so that's part of it, I guess. The second part is what else keeps me on focus? Hmm. I I don't know. I'm just a very focused person, (laughs) very goal oriented, I guess. So we have goals in the business. We have goals for our customers. We have I have my own personal goals. and I'm really driven to achieving them. And I guess not everybody's as goal oriented or as vision focused as I am but you know I have my vision board I have I'm a very visual person so everything is tracked everything is measured every you know every single day we're working towards those targets and those goals in the business and for me personally you know I look at my goals every single day I I write them down at the beginning of every single year I journal about it I literally I am so focused on not just what I want to achieve, but what we want to achieve as business. And then linked into that is what we want to achieve for our customers. So I guess that's how I stay on track is just measuring everything. And I've never really been like a data person, but I am a goal person. (laughs) Brilliant. I love that. So Sam, I'm really looking forward to where the next few years are going to go. Do you have a a deadline for your billion pounds? Yeah, I do. It's a five-year plan or a five-year goal. We did get a little bit hit, obviously, with COVID, so I pushed it back a couple of years. But 2027 is by when I want to hit my target. We're at 138.5 million at the moment against our target. So we have some way to go, but, you know, we're working with some big sales teams and working with lots of individual small businesses. So I've no doubt that we're going to hit it. It's a big target, but no doubt that we're going to hit it because that's what we do. That's what, that's what we're focused on. And I guess that is strength of purpose, is knowing without a shadow of a doubt that whatever your purpose is you're going to achieve it no matter what and for everybody that does share with you what they've hit in terms of targets know that there will be a huge number of other people who you've helped along the way that haven't reported to you their wins as well yeah yeah absolutely and I, and you always talk about the ripple effect right and that for me is the ripple effect 
there are definitely going to be people out there that read my book or listened to a podcast or an interview or whatever and have gone out there and done something and, and achieved it and haven't reported it. And then there were some people that probably got a customer maybe four years ago and they reported to me, say, four years ago what that customer was worth to them. But now that customer is still with them. So that initial contract would have been worth X. And now four years on, it's worth even more than that. So, you know, it's impossible to capture every single piece of business that anybody has ever achieved through through the work that I've done. But at least I, I know the ones that have reported. And I'm sure it is going to be much, much bigger by the time I'm done. But <laughs> by, let's see by 2027. Yeah. So single-handedly or with the team, let's say, yeah. with the whole team, you have just built so many other people's businesses through your work which is just phenomenal and well done when I got to the 100th episode milestone I'd reached out to my audience and asked several listeners to come on the show to share their feedback and what had happened as a result of tuning in it was called the ripple effect in this episode today I've done the same I reached out to various people to ask them to come on and share their strength of purpose, and any ripple effects that have occurred. Here is Jay Hogarty, one of my life purpose coaching clients. I had a couple of major life changes through COVID and I felt a bit like my head was in a washing machine and I truly got to the stage where I didn't understand my why or my purpose. I was financially secure, didn't need to work, but I had lots of things that I needed to do that I'd not been doing. And I needed somebody to help me unlock those things, but I needed somebody that I could trust. I needed somebody that had been on a, on a, on a similar journey that understood where I wanted to go to, but to also help me. And it was so powerful. And also it introducing me to things that I'd never even thought about, sharing contacts and really helping me create the future and truly understanding my why which was so powerful it even even so I also got my daughter to have some sessions with Amy because she'd completed her university degree she'd been over to Italy for a year and she too was at a crossroads and it so helped her and it's such a bold thing to do but yet it's such a powerful thing to do when you truly meet somebody that can help you with your future. And I often use your analogy of being in that washing machine. People really get it. They understand yes. that. They feel like they're on that constant cycle, really busy going round and round that have got some purpose in life, but not of anything that is other than just a practical day-to-day -day use. Yes, most definitely. But also taking it back. It's a bit like peeling back the layers of an onion. So taking it really back to why you do what you do. As humans, I often feel that we end up doing what we think we need to do and not what we want to do. And, and we get on that treadmill and we often don't question why until you, you, you face a major life change and you start to question that. But that, that's quite a journey to take to truly get to where you need to be. And again, to understand your why. So how has the strength of purpose shaped your life, Jay? So many different ways. And, and I think the constant re reflecting on where you are and, and where you want to go, really, really helpful. I think, I think the real challenge is when you, when you look at a life coach or what a life coach does, or when you actually start to look at an investment in yourself, 
as humans or as individuals, we don't think anything twice about spending thousands of pounds on a car or a, or a new hairdo or, or a new pair of shoes. But so often we don't truly invest in understanding ourselves and where we need to go to be truly better if that's what we want. And, and for me, you were the, the key to the door that really helped me understand that and, and get me on the journey I need to be on. And you've taken other people with you. It's not just been yourself. It's been a whole family affair, which has been fantastic in terms of shaping your future and also your your every day. Most definitely. Most definitely. It, it really has helped. And it's something that I, I mean, Amy, I've got you on a pedestal. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, let, let's get, let me get off for a moment. <laughs> but in terms of, of of focus on why, I mean, you listen to the podcast, you, you've reached out to people, you've connected with people, you've met people who you've listened to. What have been the standout episodes for you over the years? Oh, gosh, I, you know, I think I can, I, I can think of a lady that I spoke to called Louise Wrighton. It was a lady you've done a podcast with and you introduced me to SAS. One of the, the things I wanted to get from, from a life coach was somebody that had a passion and enthusiasm for the property sector. I've always worked in the property sector, always loved, loved doing stuff in that sector, but never really thought it was an option to do that. And chatting to Louise was phenomenal, understanding her journey, journey and where she's gone to. And there was also another amazing guy and his journey when he'd done all the swimming with his wife. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. There we go. Chris Leak, episode yeah, 23. Absolutely phenomenal. And I, I suppose it, it's it's not just about using individual, it's connecting with people you may never have met and understood some of the challenges in life that they had faced or how they had overcome them to truly understand their why and where they were going to. Yeah, I love that. So, Jay, it's been incredible working with you and our, our work is ongoing which is fantastic really enjoy that and thank you for tuning in and thank you for reaching out and for anybody who has been listening to the episodes and thinking oh actually maybe I would like to work with someone particularly me for example uh, on their life purpose what would you say what would you advocate you know I, I think for me it's always just about doing that due diligence and, and I know when I meet somebody with it within five minutes as to whether whether I could or couldn't work with them and what I found really powerful was listening to your podcasts and that first 20 minute informal conversation really helped shape the start of a re relationship and I'd have to say it was it's the best investment I've ever made in myself well Fantastic. Thanks, Jay. And thank you for coming on this special episode today. It means a lot to me that we've sort of gone through a whole loop of you coming to me through the podcast and now you're actually on the podcast itself. Wow. Thank you. Next up is an avid listener of the show, someone who will be featured later on this year as a future guest. Please welcome Anita Figura. Yeah, I love the the concept of getting in touch with people's why and purpose I just think it's so fascinating about what is driving people why people are doing the work that they do I know for me that there was there's been times in my life where I felt a little bit lost and when I was in my professional well when I was in my career my job type career doing important work has always been important to me but I didn't quite feel like I was fulfilling my purpose I was feeling quite lost especially when I had my baby and then you're in a transition period 
So finding what lit me up was like such a massive light bulb. And I love hearing other people's stories, the differences and where there are similarities as well. I asked Anita her thoughts on how important she believes the strength of purpose features in her life. I think it's the one thing that is most important to us. I think with our values and our purpose, it's it's the thing that means that we're in alignment, that we're, we know what we're doing and, and why. And when we don't have that, then I think we can feel lost or we can feel like we're butting our heads up against something. Something is quite is wrong when those things aren't, aren't working together. Do you know what your strengths and your values are? When you live according to your highest values, you inspire and you awaken your true genius. Try listing them and prioritising them right now. And if you struggle to list them, there are many online tests you can do. For example, Gallup's Clifton Strengths Assessment is a great starting point. Or try Wealth Dynamics or Talent Dynamics as it's now known. Knowing your wealth dynamic, as designed by Roger Hamilton, will also help you to build a business in your flow around your strengths. Perhaps you could ask others what they think your strengths are. Think about all those things that people ask you for help with. They'll give you some clues too. What do you do really well, perhaps better than others? And what do you love spending time doing more than anything else? And if you're still struggling to focus on what your strengths are, try looking externally. Who do you admire? The people who may be alive or dead now, what are the qualities that you wish to emulate? Essentially, who is your hero or heroine and why? How have they influenced decisions that you've made? How do they treat others? What do they do or say that impacts you? And then look at your own life. Look at how these superhero qualities show up already. Curiously, you very likely share the same traits and strengths that you recognise in others in yourself. Continuing with the theme of strengths, I found my next guest after completing one online profiling tool back in September 2021. It was a contributions compass and it highlighted my strength of purpose as a coach in the field of inspiring energy to ignite, motivate and energise the spark of greatness in others, lighting up the path so that they can strive for personal and collective excellence. The Contributions Compass profiling tool was devised by Paul Avins, my guest from episode 239, Play a Much Bigger Game, and I asked him to come back and share his experience as a guest on the show. So welcome back to Focus on Why. 239 was your episode, Play a Much Bigger Game. It's great to have you on, Paul Avins. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me back, Amy. It was, uh, it was awesome to be on the show. Really enjoyed it and got ton of really positive feedback from people afterwards especially about some of the, the the powerful lessons that i shared from kind of really kind of getting through the the personal challenges and and that i've had and the health challenges that my my wife has had and and the feedback i got from that so yeah i really i think it, i think what it did was just show people how if you've got the right purpose you can find real strength in that you can, it can give you strength and purpose actually leans into that whole idea about persistence is if you know why you're doing it if you've got that purpose you're able to be more persistent and you're able to keep going and find a different level of energy and access a different level of resources i think sometimes if you know why you're doing it so for me it's that's that's been a big driver is it's the fuel that i use it comes from that that purpose piece 
and it was great to get the feedback and thoroughly enjoyed the final the, the show so you know if you haven't checked it out check out the link below somewhere right because it'll, it'll it's one to go back and re-listen to oh for sure absolutely so tell me persistence purpose what else is there what else is embodied with the strength of purpose i think it's about for me it's about going forward in your ability to go to the end of your life and go, okay, great. If I'm looking back, what do I want people to have said about me? What do I want to be able to say about myself? What do you know, when I get to the end of that life, and we're all heading towards that destination point. So it's like, when I get to that, what do I want? What do I want? But also what do I not want about? You know, I don't want to sit there and think, Oh, I, I wish I had could have, should have, would have, but also what do I want other people to remember me for. It's like you're the way you show up today is the way people will remember you for the next whether it's 10 years, 15 years, what's your legacy going to be? And legacy isn't about how much stuff you leave behind. It's about how many lives you touch, how many people you impact, how many people you help to get over challenges, right? I often talk about the fact that people remember how you made them feel long after what you actually did for them. They remember how you made them feel, whether that was good or bad. If you made them feel great, they're going to remember that. If you made them feel you know, less, less about themselves or a bit down, they're going to remember that too. So if your purpose is to make a difference in the world is to help people be more positive. Mine certainly is help people move forward. Now I'm about that kind of always I've been using this word always a lot. It's about how do you move forward always as in not, not just always, but in all ways, right? How do you get better? How do you move forward always moving forward? Right? So it's like, look, you can't stand still. And if you've got a purpose and a reason, you realize that time is the most valuable asset you have. So if that's the case, then you don't want to waste it. You want to use it. You want to harness it. You want to, capture it you want to maximize the opportunity you have to live on purpose to really kind of use that as a driving force to keep you moving forward whether the wind's blowing whether it's a gale whether it's a storm whether the seas are calm either way it's just okay great sometimes you're gonna it's a, that whole thing about sometimes this two shall pass you know <laughs> It's a bit like that so so great sometimes everything's going really well and you're rocking it and you've got to remember that this too shall pass and then there are other times when stuff's going really really badly and it's all going horrible and again it's that this too shall pass and if you're on purpose and if you you've got that strength coming from in about why you're doing it i think you're able to tap into that that kind of that core fundamental just internal commitment to keep going towards what you want to achieve in your life and who you want to be what you want to do so that you can have what you want to have. And it, I'm curious to find out how you've managed to harness time, you know, time and tide wait for no man. So how have you managed to adapt or evolve and utilize your time as, as effectively as you do? Well, the first thing is you can't harness time because time is just, you can try and slow it down if you want, but it's not going to work, right? You can't, you, now Einstein talked about the fact that depending on whether you're in flow or not, time will have the perception of speeding up or slowing down. That's true. And if you're in flow, it feels like you're slowing time down. But the reality is that time is a resource, just like energy is. And the, when people say to me, oh, yeah, but I don't have time to do this. Or I say, actually, what you don't have is a clear reason why that's a priority. But also, you probably don't have the team around you to help achieve that. And then who share your purpose and what you're trying to do. And they want to be a part of bringing that about in the world. Or you don't have the technology that you're leveraging to get to you know, have a bigger impact, to have that message reach more people. So it's, it's one or the other. It's never time. And people use that as a really nice excuse to talk themselves out of doing stuff, right? It's like, oh, I don't have the time. Well, do a time audit for a week. It'll blow your mind. Like If you're really honest with yourself, I've got a personal trainer. I have to keep a food diary, a log of every single 
single thing I eat, which is really annoying, if I'm honest, because I'm like, I don't want to log every single. Yeah, well, do you want a result or do you not want a result? And this, if you actually log what you do with your time, like honestly, right, really brutally, honestly, right, after the last ten minutes, you know, I was on the internet, or for the last two hours, I watched Netflix, or like just whatever it is. But if you can be, you have to be honest with yourself first. And I think that's the biggest challenge for most of us is like, we say we want, we say we want these things, but we're not really honest with that. Actually, what are our behaviors? How are they showing up? And how, how are we doing, you know, day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute. And we don't have a level of awareness of exactly what we're doing with that time. So we never really truly invest it to get the returns that we want. And we, we don't even spend it. We just, we, we waste a, so much of it. And I think at the end of your life, you look back and go, I could have done a lot more with the time I had. I didn't get very much. I realized how, how little you get. And, and I talked about that on the podcast about realizing how little time you get when you come face with the end of your life, as I did, you, you realize just how little you actually get. And then suddenly you go, right, I, I got to make it count. Even if making it count is sitting on the couch for two hours with my family watching a movie, that's still making it count. I've got to be more intentional and I think there's that whole kind of like living on purpose is about being way more intentional with how you show up, the decisions that you make and being conscious of everything you do and then making better choices as a result of it. Fantastic. In terms of brutal honesty, it comes down to just being honest with yourself. Yeah. Do you know what? Uh, one of my clients did this. They actually paid somebody for a week to follow them around and write down what they did every 10 minutes. Like not what they thought they did, what they thought they did, but what they actually did. They paid like a student or something for a week to just write a first day. It's weird. But then after that, you sort of, they just sit in the corner and watch you. And then they write down and you look at your diary and you go, actually out of a 45 hour week or a 40 hour week, you wasted 10 to 15 hours on stuff that other people could have done or technology could have done if you'd set it up right. Or actually you just weren't focused. And you, therefore, if you're not focused, are you really attached to the why is it, why is it important? Because that should give you the fuel to give you the focus, right? Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. This combination of passion, purpose, plan, pursuit and perseverance is a winning one. With it comes possibility. Life purpose is about being of service to others. Showing curiosity, commitment, courage, and compassion will lead you to the creation of your purpose. To understand how this works, let's go right back to the beginning of the show and talk about how the strength of purpose evolved for my next guest. Joe Lightfoot, the human battery charger. Welcome back to Focus on Why. Pleasure to be back, Amy. And many people will think, back? I've not heard of Joe Lightfoot, but they have. <laughs> They have. How have they heard of you before, Joe? When I recorded the the episode, yes, yeah, so I think it was around April 2020, wasn't it? I was going through a really transitional phase in my life. And it's very interesting looking back at that episode title, which was Now Is Your Time. I genuinely think that it was my time to step into the person that I had never given myself permission to be. And so much of that was driven, motivated by going through a divorce, by going into lockdown, by having time for the first time in a long time, decades, to really sit back and go inwards and look at what it is I'm supposed to be doing on this planet. And at the time of recording it, it was all around performance, which, if you remember from the episode, was at the heart of who I was. And performance definitely played out in so much of what I did in my business, in property, 
in my communications with other human beings, but it wasn't quite it. It was the start of getting to grips with what the purpose message was, which I've arrived at. (laughs) And actually, you're a huge part of it. You're instrumental in that. Tell us more. You described me on that episode. I think it was in the intro. You said to to know Joe is like to be around a human battery charger. You use those those words, and I remember sort of well the ego part of me was just like buffed up. You know, that's what a nice thing to be described as. But when I unpicked it a little bit more, I kind of came full circle about a year and a half later to actually feeling like that's exactly what I am. When I speak to people, when I'm up on a main stage presenting and doing public speaking stuff, when I'm podcasting, when I'm in property, when I'm working and connecting with other human beings, the feedback I always get is your energy. You energize me. You make me feel like I can achieve. You help me perform better. And when I was racking my brains as to why this whole performance element of being successful in life and business wasn't landing with people, I realized it's because the messaging is wrong. People don't think they need performance in their life, but people need energy. They understand that language. And when I framed it as what you described me as, as the human battery charger, suddenly everything made sense. It clicked all into place. So I am now the human battery charger and I help re-energize people to perform better in life and business that's it mic drop yeah mic drop and it was interesting because I, I was I was thinking did I say that in the episode I didn't I said it in the reflections and ah. this is how key reflections can be because I was reflecting on the episode that we'd recorded and then I was thinking about the time that I spend with you and I said you'll know what I mean when I say that Joe is a human battery charger because you physically exude the energy and you can't help but smile or giggle in your company. And (laughs) I said, what a wonderful gift that was. And it's no coincidence that your favorite word was passion. And that was Mm. it. And I went on to talk about passion and fulfillment and purpose in my reflections episode. And that's really interesting because what comes out from these reflections with actions is that they happen. This is an action that's been taken as a, as a part of one of my reflections. So, oh, I love it. I love the fact that you've now taken action that now is your time as well. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's an evolution of that because I, I keep thinking, oh, did I get it wrong when I came on? And it was like, no. And this is what I think is so amazing about purpose. Purpose is not this one thing it's not this singular thing that you just find and you do and it stays it evolves it creates it moves it regenerates and that two-year window between that first recording and now has been a purpose-driven journey and I'm very grateful for its evolution it's taught me so much it's been incredible and long may it continue and evolve yeah and, and it is. And it is. And that's that's the brilliant thing about it. And you say this all the time is that no purpose isn't a destination. It's a it's a process. It's a journey. And I mean, as much as we hate the word journey, dear Lord, we hate the word journey. It's so cheesy and so cliche, but, you know, and we love process more. Well, definitely. You know me. I do not love process like that is not my thing. I love passion. 
I love, love the passionate element of it, but I think actually that's for me the nub of it. Uh, for me, purpose is 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 passion and process together, which is so funny. I say that because that was the title of my MA thesis. It was the passion of process, and you do need process. Everything is a process to get to anything that means something to you. It's a it's it's a process, but what drives that process for me certainly, when it comes to purpose, is passion. Next up is my wonderful guest from episode 25, Speak Performance, Jez Ray, who shares how to use your strength of purpose through your voice. I think for many of us in lockdown, it's given us more strength, even stronger strength in purpose, if that's a rather convoluted phrase. Yeah, my world is about speak performance skills. And yeah, we had lockdown and it demolished so many people's lives. But here we are back again, back again in the world. And those skills are still even more needed. It's now so easy just to blend in with everyone else. Yep. Yeah, people are back in the room again. They may be being promoted over the last couple of years and suddenly find, yes, they've got a new position and of course they can do that job and everybody expects them to travel to somewhere large and deliver their presentation to hundreds of people, but nobody actually said to them, yeah, how are your speak performance skills? Or they're delivering workshops online and it's all so bland compared with the way the rest of the world has moved on. These skills are now even more needed, even more so than before lockdown. So, yeah, definitely strength and purpose. Give people the ability, the skills to really communicate online and in the room. And I love that expression to blend in. Yes, the way we live our lives today, the way the virtual world has happened, every uh, everyone's using the screen so much more. It's so easy just to be one of the also rands. And if you deliver your corporate workshops in the same way that you did before lockdown, no one's going to pay any attention anymore. How, how do you now? We've always said we've engaged people. So if you say to business people, do you engage people in your workshops, in your presentations? Of course we do. Tick the box, you know, job done. But what does engage actually mean? And also today, you've got to move on from engage. How do you engage, compel, haunt, and then obsess your audiences to stay with you? And that doesn't happen simply because you've been presenting for 25 years. That's a whole new set of skills to learn so that you're the one that they remember above and beyond everyone else in your in your field. And with a podcast, you've just got a voice to make that difference. How can you make an impression? How can you engage, haunt and obsess with your voice only? By understanding how we actually use our voice. For most of us, it's yeah. If we get really excited and animated uh, you know, after a few drinks or over a Christmas party, we'll probably start using the voice in a different way to the way we do when we're delivering a corporate presentation. It's all a bit monotone. If we if we understand where we position our voice when we speak, is it at the front of the mouth for enunciation? Is, is it at the, is it at the, towards the back of the throat as we're getting upset about something? And there's a whole raft of places that we place our voice and use our voice. Add that to to breathing skills. How do you use your physiology to create an environment where you can use your voice to its full potential? It might be a rich, sonorous tone. Or actually, you want to get really excited about the topic you're talking about. If you understand the skills of how you place and use your voice, even if you're not on screen, you can you can you can then really engage the audience. You can get excited. You can get them crying. 
add to that scripting skill so that you can really get to the heart of what your audience, what you want your audience to feel about what you're saying. Now you've got a set of skills that will serve you well in today's environment. And your voice, Jez, is incredible. You've got such a range. You came to this later in life. Do you ever regret the fact that your voice was just there waiting for you to explore and to use it in the way you do now? In a way, it had a 40-year apprenticeship before I got to use it in this skill. So uh, amateur singing is my my passion. Yeah, rank amateur, local choral society. Okay, yeah, solo in Carnegie Hall a few years ago. Just, just drop that one in. But actually, learning to sing is something that I've done as, as part of my amateur life outside of the corporate, the commercial in the work environment so the training for me was there I'd done that apprenticeship so the realization when I came into this world that all those all those singing skills of how you how you even warm up your voice so before coming on to to this session it's automatic for me to find a quiet corner somewhere and do some uh, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry. Uh, 10 minutes of warm up exercises so that this, the only instrument that you've got, if you're on just an audio version of a podcast, the only instrument you've got is going to serve you well and not, not, not let you down at the last minute. Where you've got, oh, I've got to get a cup of tea. Oh, excuse me. You want it to be the absolute perfection at that moment. And that doesn't happen just by rocking up and, and, and doing it on the spot. That happens because you've prepared for it. So preparation of your voice is, is key for this sort of environment. And do you take that into the world of purpose, Jez, in that it's a case of the 40-year apprenticeship, the preparation has led you towards leading a life of focus on why? Definitely. So sometimes I sit back and think, yeah, why didn't I do this donkey's years ago? But the real answer to that is I wouldn't have had the life experiences. I wouldn't have had all the, the singing training that I had. I wouldn't have had the business experience. Yeah, a quarter of a century in a bank, but then other roles where I, I did the jumping on aeroplanes and racing around Europe. I even, I even got paid once as part of my role to work in the Cayman Islands for a while. All that background experience of life is what led me to a position where I know that if I'm talking with anyone from a a sea level to someone who's simply at the front line of the organization i've been there i've done it i bought that t-shirt i've drunk that tea i've traveled that airplane i can walk alongside them because i've probably done part of those roles myself and i know what they're going to be experiencing so i, I can help them with a combination of understanding their work position but now let's put into that the the speak performance skills that you need to absolutely nail it when you're presenting or delivering your your workshop. And for anyone out there who's thinking, oh, it's easy for Jez, he's, he's got his purpose, I haven't got mine. Any advice that you'd give them? Reflect on what you've done in your past life. So often when, if I do one-to-ones with people, we try and find things in their life of where have they experienced things that reflect what they're trying to do now. And then those light bulbs moments come. It might it might be uh, meditation, or it might be breathing from yoga, or it might be they did Andram in school. That type of experience will help shape what they can do in the world where they've got to present. So I think finding your purpose is is also looking back as well as looking forward. What have you done? What excites you? What can you go into now in a new shape that didn't exist ten years ago? Probably didn't even exist before lockdown. 
but there's a window for you now. You can take your skills and absolutely nail it in the world out there. And if you can present well and deliver well, well, job done. Another guest working in line perfectly with the theme of Now Is Your Time and Speak Performance. Please welcome another future Focus on Why guest, actually in the next episode 301, Mandy Hickson. So for myself, I've always had a very, very strong sense of purpose and it's been my guiding light, actually. So when I was young, I set my sights on becoming one of the very first female fast jet pilots. And that was my why. That was what I wanted to do. I went flying at the age of 13. And I remember just looking at this pilot in the front seat and thinking, he's getting paid to do this. That is what I want to do. And that really gave me that focus throughout my entire life, really. and. You know, when I set my sights on that, women weren't allowed to be pilots in the Air Force. And so, you know, I've chosen an impossible dream, a career that didn't actually physically exist. And so I kept on chipping away at it. And I think that's when you when you have that strong sense of purpose and that direction that sits behind you, it almost creates the dialogue in the back of your mind the whole time. I didn't realize I was doing that. Obviously, I was 14 years old, for goodness sake. But having that purpose to drive you forwards enables you to be much more resilient as well. And I think throughout my journey to get to do to do what I did, and I did become the second female fast jet pilot in the UK, flying the Tornado GR4, should I say. Actually, when I look back, I failed many, many times. I failed the very first hurdle, actually. When they changed the rules and allowed women to join, I failed all of the aptitude tests. But again, because of that sense of purpose, I, I was fine with that. I just had to find a different way, a different direction. And I'm a real believer of that visualization of setting your sights on a target, focusing on that. And it's amazing how often things happen when you have visualized that affirmation side of things as well. And that's worked really the whole way through my whole career. So I had a successful career. I ended up flying the Tornado GR4 on the front line. And when I left, again, I had always sort of I wouldn't say hidden my light under a bushel, but I suppose to some degree I had, because when I was actually in the Air Force, I didn't want any media attention. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to get on with our jobs. When I've left, I've realized that my purpose has changed slightly. I've realized that as someone that was fairly pioneering in that industry, I actually have a responsibility now to the next generation. And so that sense of purpose has driven me now in my second career to act as an inspirational role model to constantly look at ways of uh, getting into those minds of young people, STEM systems, education programs. Uh, this year, I've taken over a role of the aviation ambassador for the Department for Transport, again, with that purpose in mind around aviation and around really getting particularly women into that. Oh, I love that. And you've just reminded me of a time when I was at a, an air display and I climbed up into the cockpit and I said, I want this. I want this to be my dream. And it, again, I was deterred because it wasn't available to me at that time. But you pursued it. And now I'm like, oh, I should have just kept on going. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's since I've been doing sort of keynote speaking, motivational speaking since I left the Air Force. It's amazing how many women have come up who are probably about five years older than me and said, you've you've literally had the life that I wanted to have. And it's amazing, isn't it? Sliding doors feeling or it could have been that someone applied. that The rules had changed. They applied and they didn't get in the first time and then they just chose a different route. And it's that whole feeling of actually, gosh, what could have been had I 
pursued or had that really strong sense of purpose and been able to carry on with that. Just as Mandy switched purposes from pioneering female fighter pilot to inspire future generations to believe they can pursue their purpose, so too is another retired Royal Air Force officer who also switched his purpose. Welcome back to Focus on Why, Marcus Dimbleby. So tell me, strength of purpose, what does that mean to you in your work, in your life? It means a lot. It's 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 why I get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And I think, I think having that purpose and obviously a strong purpose to do things is fundamental. And it, and it seems to be lacking in many people and organizations as well, you know, people losing their way without having that real purpose and drive to do things. So for me, it's really having clarity for myself, as well as helping clients, colleagues, and organizations I often find that if I can't have my own personal clarity and my own purpose of what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for, then the sort of when you do it and where you do it is almost immaterial. So you've got to have that real clarity on why we're doing what we're doing as individuals, why we exist, but why we do what we do, why we get out of bed in the morning. And I always joke to my wife for that. I said, you know, the, the day I wake up in the morning and don't want to get out of bed to do my job, my thing for the day, then I just won't. And that to me is a big indicator to say, right, you need to find something else, another purpose, because this this one has lost its drive for you or you're not, not as engaged. Because if, I, if I'm not all in, I'm not in at all. And it's one of those things for me where it's like my, my three life rules, number, rule number one, do the right thing. And rule number two, if you're going to do something, do it right. So it's really, if you are going to do something, then put your all into it because that's your purpose. And if you're going to do a thing, whether that's personal, professional, then why would you not go all in and do it to the best of your ability? So that's my strength of purpose or my perspective of it. And I'm intrigued. What was rule number three? Rule number three, have fun. Never let me down. For you, clarity is purpose. Purpose is clarity. They're almost interchangeable. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I think people... And it's like our six strategic questions that we've talked about before. First question, what's the problem you're trying to solve? And so many people, when you stop and ask that question, they're like, uh, oh, yeah, I've not thought about that. But they're rushing in doing stuff, doing things, committing time, people, resources to things when they haven't really under- understood the why. You know, they're not really stopped to think, why are we doing this? What's the problem doing this is going to solve? What's the outcome we're trying to achieve? So I think that clarity of what am I trying to achieve myself? What's the organization I'm with trying to do? What's their vision, mission, purpose? And then clarity of the problems that they're facing into. And therefore, what do we need to do about it? And if you have that clarity, that brings you purpose. That helps you engage more, both organizationally and personally and professionally. And then that allows you to get into the whole then execution, the skill sets you need to step forward. And if you had to remove a layer, would it be that potentially below that is what's the point what's the point of doing something before what's the problem it's like what's the point yeah, so why is it why are we doing this yeah, yeah. so so why are we why are we physically doing this yeah why am i getting out of bed in the morning what's the point of me getting out of bed this morning rather than staying in bed and sleeping for another two hours and, and then once you understand that and that's why simon sinek talks about start with why doesn't he we all know what needs to be done often but then you know why are we doing this then what's the purpose of the achievement that we're trying to achieve afterwards? But yeah, what's the point? I like that. 
And I like that you've brought in Simon to this conversation. So start with why and the evolution for me to for this podcast and, and the springboard that he gave me was to then to focus on why. So it's great to start with it, but it's a, that continuing focus to to have a, an, a sort of all knowing reason why you're doing everything. So it's not just a lot of people sort of set off, but they very quickly forget. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's a really key point is to keep stopping and looking back and reminding yourself because it's so easy to not lose your way but almost get overwhelmed with so much input that's going on in the world today and then if you're not clear on where you're going you can often get detracted but it's just worth one of my favorite moments is slow down to speed up you know slow down look in the rearview mirror where have we come from why are we going where we're going why are we doing what we're doing and that almost helps you sort of re-energize and ask yourself the question if i started this again tomorrow would i carry on doing what i'm doing now are there things that need to change and it's almost those sort of personal milestones along the way that helps you just, I guess, keep calibrated and going along the median line rather than veering hard off left 90 or plus degrees right, which often takes you off a cliff. And it's great because when I first launched this podcast, we're going back to the 30th of April, 2020. The second episode was with a guest called Adrian Brown, and he was it was right at the beginning of lockdown. And he brought in that message that you just shared, which was to stop, to pause, breathe, continue. Yeah. And very much a, a message that's still relevant over two years, 300 episodes later. Yeah, all the time. You, you know, we use a great tool, Think, Right, Share. My sort of preamble to that is stop, breathe, think. Because we, we so often react to things as humans. We're naturally born to react and open our mouths before thinking. As my grandma says, we've got two ears and one mouth. Use them in the proportionary order. And I think if you do slow down and just think. And if you need to stop, that's okay. Again, in this world of everybody's double busy and we all have to be going at breakneck speed, people don't feel comfortable stopping or slowing down. But I think if you do that, you do actually go faster. It allows you to accelerate and safely accelerate without the wheels coming off downrange. So if you do that, stop or slow down, breathe, just take the time, observe, see what's going on, and then think. And that just gives you, and you can do all that in 30 seconds. You know, it's not a matter of going to take five days and wrap cold towels around the head and go and think about it. You can actually do this very, very quickly. And it's just almost putting the brakes on that reactive brain that we all have that jumps around like a pinball in our heads, but you've got to almost corral it and slow it down actively. You have to take control of your brain and critically think in that way. As you said in your episode 237, Who Thinks Wins? It's it's all there. It's it's just a really simple microscript, but it's exactly that. Each and every one of my guests is a storyteller. According to Bill Schley, my guest from episode 70, Keep It Simple, your story isn't everything. It's the only thing, as it's not what people hear, it's what they repeat. When you communicate why you do what you do, people will buy your products, your services, your offerings. Whilst purpose is a crucial foundation for a business, a purpose is much more than simply making money. But the findings of the 2020 Xeno Strength of Purpose research shed new light and unequivocal proof that companies leading with purpose will prevail. 8,000 consumers across eight countries, which included the United States, UK, France, China, India, Singapore and Malaysia, all spoke and stood ready to give their hearts, voices and wallets in support of purposeful brands. 
However, despite 94% of global consumers saying it's important that the companies they engage with have a strong purpose and proved they will reward those who do, most consumers do not believe companies today have a clear and strong purpose. They believe that only 37% did. Hearing this, it's evident that companies are leaving equity on the table. It's not enough to just articulate their purpose. They will have to consistently demonstrate their purpose. They have to focus on why. Marcus just referred to Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. The why must always come first. For me, I choose life purpose coaching and podcasting to pursue my purpose. I work with unfulfilled people to avoid midlife crises and create midlife beginnings instead. Those people want to discover their why so that they can live a fulfilling and purposeful life to create betterment in their world and for the world. This podcast is my way of helping people to understand the importance and relevance of purpose in life. And one of my life purpose coaching clients listened to the show and then reached out for some help. This is what Laura Dent had to say. I first discovered your podcast when when they were first coming out. I know a lot of people discovered them later on. But when you first started putting them out during COVID and we were in lockdown and uh, there wasn't much to do other than twiddle our thumbs. So I first found it when I was in um, a low place. Obviously, it was difficult going through COVID, not working anymore, having to furlough the staff. We also had a couple of people when our family passed away, sadly. So there was a lot going on and I was in a really low place. So, yeah listening to the stories of other people in there and they were just so brave to come forward and and talk about their experiences and what happened to them and how they've turned it around and taken the positive and the more I listened one day I'd listen on the sofa the next day it would be I'd get up and do something like paint the tiles on my front door that I wanted to do but I just couldn't because I just didn't have the the energy to to move I was in quite a low place so then I started listening to them whilst I was doing things at jobs that I wanted to do but didn't get up so and then it's just progressed from there so really without having your your podcast out there I probably wouldn't be where I am today because that was the first catalyst that's led to to working on my mental health and getting where I am today so yeah massive thank you to you and everybody that's been on the show 300 times nearly so yeah massive thank you honestly Laura hearing that is just it's given me goosebumps because I record the episodes with the guests or in my solo reflections episodes and I do get feedback I get people messaging and and sending me direct messages or emails but hearing you say it out loud just has really touched me because it just it really does show that it's been worth recording all these episodes that there are people out there who I don't know how much I've impacted and yes there have been people who have reached out but I'm sure listening to your story there have been other people who have gone through similar things yeah definitely I think I'm not the type of person to admit when I need help or have the tools to know how to ask for help I've always internalized my problems I've always dealt with them myself so having that space to be able to listen and see things from a different perspective and not feel so alone without having to verbalize that was was huge for me and it did slowly get me out of the space that I was in it it was slow I, I would have liked it to be a lot quicker but I think healing does take time yeah it, it has been absolutely and I'm sure it's been huge for a lot of other people as well which in the background might have sent you a little message or may not have had the courage to actually send you a message but yeah I, 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 I if anybody puts anything out there you know they always say if this helps at least one person it's worthwhile 
I mean, it's definitely helped me. I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm in a really good, happy place. And that is off the back of getting your content out there. Wow. Mission accomplished. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. You saved one life. <laughs> oh, honestly, Laura, it's fantastic to hear that. This is what I wanted to achieve. The bringing people on, the sharing of the story, the ability for people to listen to the story, but apply it to their own lives and see how they could then take action. And this is what my reflection with actions episodes are all about is that people don't just listen to the stories and go oh that's interesting they physically take action and that's where the ripple effect takes place yeah and I know like it's their stories that have motivated me but it's it's also you that allowed them the space to tell their stories and all the reflections and yeah it's, it's it is amazing it's like it's like therapy where you don't have to go to therapy and talk about your own problems you can internalize from other people's and get different perspectives yeah, it's been incredible. We can learn so much from the people around us, for sure. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I don't think, I think that's very underestimated, isn't it? I think it, we all kind of suffer in our own little box and don't realise that other people are suffering too. Yeah. Laura, it's been an absolute pleasure hearing why you listen to Focus on Why. So thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It literally has changed my life. So I'm so glad you've done this and it's been amazing. Thank you. In terms of creating impact, I also mentor people to launch purposeful podcasts. And with my podcast, Focus on Why, I believe it's my responsibility to gift a living legacy of inspiration, insight and knowledge to create positive ripple effects. I help people to share their stories and their purpose-driven lives to ensure these stories are heard and not lost. I believe that life is all about the people you meet and the things you create with them. I look forward to seeing what ripple effects we create together today. My next guest on this fantastic episode is Neil Velio from 198 Podcasting with Purpose. So let's talk about purpose specifically. And this episode is all about the strength of purpose. What does that mean to you in your space? My own purpose is really important to me, honestly. And what I do wouldn't exist without it. And I'm not just saying that to be on brand and, and to, uh, you know, fulfill the show notes of your podcast. I, I genuinely, genuinely mean that. And anybody that heard me previously will probably have remembered me saying that. But it's even more so now. I think since we last spoke, I've even drilled purpose even more because what I was realizing was that the people I was working with and trying to help weren't necessarily fully aligning with my own values and what I believed was best for them. So for me, it's been over the last sort of six months or so, maybe a year, I've really been going into myself on, okay, so why am I doing this? Let's just remember, you know, go back to the original notes that I put together when I was sort of trying to get the why. And I noticed there were a few things that were missing. So for example, knowing that I can work with people that I can help, there were some people I was working with that I was just helping them in their what they felt they needed, rather than actually having that strength to say, I get it. I understand that that's what you want. But have you thought about why you want it? And maybe there's another way of approaching this. So for me now, even though it sometimes upsets them, because nobody likes to be told that their own ideas are not maybe 100% on, on target, but they do end up appreciating it because they think, well, actually, yeah, if I was working with you on this, then I would have got some results, but are they the results that I ultimately want? So 
for me, it's how I get up in the morning, Amy, honestly. It's how I sleep at night because I know that I'm not working with people where I'm going, oh, well, I hope this works out. I've got no guarantees that this is going to work out. I'm just sort of going through the motions and fulfilling an obligation. Now, it's very much, oh, I can't wait to continue this because I know damn well this is going to work because we're aiming for the right thing. We're on the same sheet. And I think what that then does is it removes that margin of error of what someone else understands you're trying to achieve and what you understand that you're trying to achieve. And I think without having that single line purpose of we are doing X to achieve Y, it's just going to be a, <laughs> a blindfolded walk through a maze. So incredibly important to me. It's about people understanding not only the results that they want, but their why behind those results. Why do they want those results? Yeah, I love that. And it's it's great that you are so purpose-driven in your work and and understanding how you can make a difference. And that's what essentially we all want to do in, in the world is make a difference and on whatever level and with, with whatever tools that we have and, and your unique skills are, are clear there, Neil, in what you do. You have so much passion for this medium. It's fabulous. Thank you for sharing why you do what you do. Bless you. And and I just want to say, without blowing up my part, <laughs> congratulations, 300 episodes, absolutely amazing. And, and for anybody that isn't in the podcasting space as a podcaster themselves and are just listening to this because they enjoy the content you bring them, and why wouldn't they? I just want to make it quite clear, as an expert in this stuff, what you are achieving, Amy, 300 episodes, just to get to 100 episodes is an achievement. And you've done that three times. And you, not only are you doing it, you're doing it consistently, brilliantly. And people are getting so much. I can see by your social media engagement, people are really getting a lot from what you're doing. So massive congratulations. So that's it. What's next? Another 300 more episodes, I suppose. More of the same? No, it's not possible. It's never the same. It's always different. Each and every story is unique. There are always going to be more people out there who have incredible stories to share with me around the strength of purpose. And my focus will continue to be on those who have these wonderful stories to tell. My reflections will continue and the shape of the episodes will continue in the way that they have been. But what I really want to hear from is you. I want to hear what it is that has risen for you as a result of tuning into this show. I really want to know what ripple effects focus on why causes, whether they are created as a result of something you've heard on the show or whether they've were created as a result of connecting with someone you listen to. Please let me know. Just reach out for now. Thank you again for tuning in. Remember, focus on the strength of your purpose, who you are, what you do and what you have is all within your control. What you want to have determines who you become and what you do. So what are you doing? Are you living or are you existing? How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.